Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Welcome to the Julius Podcast. And tonight, I'm with three really good friends. It's been a long journey here in Vegas. And right now, we're going to just share good vibes, good stories, good whatever we're going to be talking about right now. I'd like to have uh, good introductions to my main man right here. Bye, Bob Billy Kumar. There you go. That's me. I'm back on the podcast, guys. I was pretty popular last time, so I had to come back. <laughs> Next up, we got the lovely lady right here, Santana. Hi. <laughs> beautiful delay, beautiful delay, beautiful delay. And last but not least, we got the lovely Pinky. Thank right you here. for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, tonight, we're going to start off with something a little special i thought you were gonna say sprite's your sponsor <laughs> tonight we're sponsored by not sprite unfortunately no <laughs> yeah now tonight we're gonna talk about some special stuff it's been two months since the new year's how's everyone doing what's been going on going good yeah good. this year's been pretty interesting for me mm -hmm. um i completed six months in vegas so just getting used to the idea of living in a really disorganized world <laughs> yeah this is a very disorganized city it's called sin city and nightlife or night city for some odd reason so now what are you doing i actually have to agree with vape hub there you go <laughs> um i'm also new to vegas and it has been a roller coaster you know just dancing a lot injuring myself not injuring myself progressing being a bad bitch you oh, know baby. how it goes uh, Vegas is full of opportunities, so just utilizing it as I can. How long have you been here for? Since September, so what is that, like six, six, seven months? Yeah. Yeah. There. yeah. Good job. She knows math. <laughs> Basic math. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Pinky, when did you come here to Vegas? Yeah, I relate to that a lot in terms of being new and just getting bruised and dancing. Oh, and Jesus. And then just uh, mm -hmm. trying to come back from it, you know, muscle spasm, what have you, but... Uh, I moved here in July, okay. so uh, but I'm part-time here and then part-time in California, so I'm still in school right now. Mm -hmm. uh, where do you go for school and what major? So I go to Berkeley and I'm looking to do like wildfire research, so I'm studying forestry and anthropology, which within anthropology I'm doing a subset, which is archaeology, so I'm trying to help it stop burning as much. Okay, interesting. Wait, and what do you do for a living right now? You said you're dancing or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're a dancer and a student trying to pay your tuition. Yeah, the common trope, I believe. I guess so, yeah. It's very common. <laughs> and we kind of work together, too. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I've yeah. run into her. We've worked at Palabito together as well as Crazy Horse, so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. pretty cool. And I think the girl coming, we've also worked with as well. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. she also works at Palabito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the folks in the back... Uh, this is supposed to be someone that's supposed to be here, and unfortunately, they're going to be late. So she'll be coming by in like 20, 30 minutes, but no worries. It happens. So we got two dancers here. Julius, what are you and I doing wrong with our lives? <laughs> God, I don't know. <laughs> are we supposed to be dancers here too? Yeah, Guys, probably. I cannot dance. I cannot dance. Just, just putting that I out mean, there. I mean, you can do like a little one-two step. I've seen you before. That, that's in a different environment, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot dance. I don't know what I'm doing here with dancers, but yeah, that's what you'll see in Vegas, guys. We're all near to Vegas, and there's tons of dancers, very, very talented people, uh, and they make so much money, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah. You don't even know the half of it. I was with my boy, um, probably like two I days mean, ago. I mean, IRS, they don't make a lot of money. It's, it's, it's just, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. IRS, they I, don't I, make I, a lot of money. I don't want those guys. Down low. I don't yeah. want those guys involved right now. Oh, my God, no. None of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of my boys, uh, next door neighbor, uh, she's a atmosphere model. And I'm just like, what? Like, all of a sudden, it's like, that girl that I see randomly with her family. She's like 19. It's like, she's an atmosphere model. And she's making six figures. Yeah. 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 We did the wrong things in life, Julius. Yeah. <laughs> We're not dancers. We're not atmosphere models. Uh, oh, God. No, but it's, it's for me. I mean, that's the most interesting part about Vegas. So I don't really belong here because I'm not in the industry. Mm -hmm. I'm an engineer. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's like it's really interesting to see all these different people come together. Like last time on the Julius podcast, uh, you know, we had Courtney on. We did and it was really fascinating for me to learn about her experience being in Vegas and what she does for a living when I come from a very nerdy background. 
it was fascinating. So I'm kind of curious to hear about how Santana and Pinky got into doing what they do. And actually, you know what? You should actually tell the audience what exactly, what all you actually do other than just dance. Okay. I know you're really excited for me to answer this question, by the way. I have no clue what she's <laughs> talking about, guys. see the sparkle in his eyes. <laughs> um, so I am a dancer. Um, I've been dancing for a long time. Well, not a long time, a couple of years. Um, I just recently got into doing professional dominatrix as well. So that is another job that I have, which is like also a part of, it's, it's kind of the same industry, but also a different responsibility in the sense of, you're definitely in charge of your own atmosphere and money. You're in charge of how much money you make, basically. Like, the work you put in is the work you get out. And both jobs are super unconventional, you know, in the real world or whatever. But <laughs> I like to think that it's the unconventional jobs that really have, like, the liberation, um, which for me is important especially as like an entrepreneur. And I think it's a powerful thing, to be honest. But those are like the main things I do. Stripping, competitive dancing, and dominatrix. So, well, crazy. Oh, boy. Another dominatrix. <laughs> That's yeah. number nine for me. You guys yeah. love it. Come That's, on now. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. I don't know how. I've, I was, before I moved to Vegas, I had no idea this was a thing. I'm just going to be honest. I had no idea. Now I know like nine or ten doms. It's weird. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think do it's you, amazing. Pinky, are you a dom too? No, no. Tell us but what I you do. I see you doing your thing, and I think it's amazing. I personally am a bit more new to the whole like field. I'm getting into it now as I'm finishing school. I kind of see dancing as like a transition between my undergrad and my master's, but I've also totally fallen in love with it. So I do want to travel a lot more and experience it. But I thought it was really interesting what you were talking about with the last podcast because I know that. Um, are you from the Bay Area? Or yes. So yeah. in SF, in the Bay Area, that's where I am right now as well. And the clubs there are absolutely like a lot more akin to maybe um, the profession that she was doing, which is fine, but also uh, it's mixed together with the clubs there. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Vegas, I feel like there's the legality allows there to be kind of like not this consolidation where like there's everybody doing one thing in one place and instead like, they have their thing, we have our thing, and then it kind of just, who would who would thought that making it legal would have made it a little bit more safe and just better for everybody, but it does, and I think that's cool. Yeah. Can I comment on that, actually? That's a really good point, because outside of being exposed to dominant, you know, being a dom, before I was a stripper, when I became a stripper, the first club I worked at, I was exposed to it a lot more in that first club in LA because it was okay for everyone to kind of do that sort of thing in one environment. And yeah, they do kind of separate it here a little wait, bit. Wait, wait, can you, can you be a little bit more specific about what you mean by that sort of thing for the audience? Well, I mean, like, I was exposed to it before I became a stripper. So... I was kind of doing it before I was in a club, but then when I was actually in a club, I had clients coming in that they were like, oh, I don't want to lap dance. I want to worship your feet, or I want to, I want you to humiliate me. And it was a lot more, you know, heard of and seen in a club where everything was kind of pressed together in one. Now, it's a little different, like in Vegas, I mean, I would say like me being a dom and being a stripper is a lot more separated than it was when I lived in LA. I don't know why, mm -hmm. but it's just kind of how the industry is, which I'm not saying I don't like. I do actually like because you guys know I work for a production company and having that separated is actually quite nice. Okay, just check on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the it. Asian Bluetooth device. Yeah, I was like, whoa, what's going on? My bad. It's like, whoa, what was that? Yeah, all good, all but, good, all good. But yeah, just to go off what she was saying, I think it's like, you know, all sex work is very valid and amazing work. And mm -hmm. I think that, you know, you should be able to choose to do whatever you want to do. But I think sometimes it can be maybe just a bit more of a difficult environment when all types are kind of forced to be in the same area and men are kind of going to come at you for anything, whereas when yeah. it's legal, you can have these designated areas and it can be safer for the women as well and they can make sure that they are not put in 
uncomfortable situations because there's more nuances maybe sometimes that come with uh yeah that's pretty much yeah that's it, you hit it like spot on because when i was doing it both in the same environment it was it felt very unsafe now having like dungeons or you know designated time slots for clients to do you know the separated work it's definitely a lot more safe so i like that you touch base on that though because a lot of people wouldn't think that but that's cool that you said that yeah so, so Pinky, I'm, I'm really curious to hear your perspective on this because you go to a really, uh, you know, high, high ranked school, right? And at the same time, you, you know, you're studying for your undergrad or master's. Is that what you're studying for? I'm, no, I'm studying my undergrad, but I okay. see like dancing as like a stepping stone between the two. Okay. Yeah. So you, you want to go to grad school too? Yeah, yeah. Right? But to a normal person who's like not in the industry, like it's very uncommon to do both things, right? So what's your story? How did you get into this to be doing both these things together? And how actually all of this happened? Yeah, so I have been putting myself through college. You know, I've worked every single semester from the minute that I moved out of my house when I graduated high school. So I did four years of childcare, like babies, um, you know, same time as school classes, minimum wage, um, it was just exhausting. I was just tired. I needed a new computer. My car was breaking down, you know. It's about to start my last year and I was just like I'm kind of tired of living just above the means just to like finish this. And I loved pole dancing. I have been really into that whole thing for a while. Speaking of pole dancing. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Here comes our late night guest. <laughs> No worries. That's no okay. Worries. You just owe us two hundred dollars. We'll call it even. Yeah. We'll call it even. No, no, no. You're good. Okay. You just won't have any headphones, but that's okay. That's fine. Santana's getting what she always wanted. So. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. All right we're back cool. on. We're good to go. All right. Keep going. So continue on, Pinky, or unless you want to do a quick intro for her. First, oh yeah, for sure. Go? All right, guys. Uh, late night guest right here. This is Iris, lovely Iris. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I'm excited and nervous. Oh boy, no worries, no worries. It's chill here. We're just talking about the industry right now, mostly the sex industry and the differences between the lifestyle between being a student and being in the industry and how she handles her stuff. Yeah, basically just your background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Pinky. Pinky. So so yeah, I basically started planning much before I actually ever even went and danced. So like more than six months before I ever stepped foot in a club, I was doing a ton of research and getting a pole in my room and making sure I could do like, you know, the basics because I knew I was going to be the baby stripper, but I didn't want to be the baby stripper. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want to be the girl stepping on everybody's toes and like not knowing the whole thing. So I spent a lot of time. And I quickly realized that California was not the place to be, despite the fact that I was there. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll join the anti-California. <laughs> yeah, same, too. same. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I plan on moving out here full time at the end of this semester. And I mean, you're looking at a single room in a house in the Bay Area. You get a full house here with a pole like it's it's a, yeah yeah with the pole with the pool sorry oh, okay. the pool like you, you know like, the pool. yeah yeah with the pole don't <laughs> forget it well yeah oh, I, mean, I already pole. got that oh yeah. oh yeah. i thought she meant the pool i thought she meant the pole i, was I like, yeah. totally thought okay. she meant pole. i have a question actually this pole related that i feel like i would love to hear other dancers opinion on how come most poles are static in clubs i definitely feel like i can answer that and I, i've always been curious um well, I think that, like, for the most part, it's a safety issue. Okay. So, you know, at Palomino, the back pole that spins, spins really quickly. It's very fast and it's very thick. It's like a 50 millimeter. Um, as a competitive dancer, you would never dance on something like that on a competitive stage. Also, it spins out of control. It's kind of a hazard if people don't know how to, you yeah. know, dance on it. But I just think that, like, those poles haven't been replaced in like Years. a decade seriously so you know back in the day like dancing on a spinny pole was not really like a priority i think it's like a safety thing and also just like an old school thing they don't really care about switching the poles which yeah. sucks i wish they would care more. that's what i figured it was yeah yeah i really wish they would care more because it's like 
And it's really easy to get one that just goes static and spin, right? Like, why not just let the girls get an choose, X God pole, forbid, yeah. right? Get an X pole that spins. One well. of those stage lights, I just like dream of it. Yes, I know. I wish to, bro. I wish. You know, Iris, do you have any opinion on this? I was just gonna say, so one of the girls that I competed against in the Miss Palomino competition last year uh, told me, and she's won multiple competitions across the country. Told me that she doesn't do any spin pole tricks at all. She only does static, and that's because that's what they use in most uh, professional pole competitions. My personal favorite is spin pole. Um, there's a lot of physics that goes into it. The centrifugal force, it's funner. That's what I have to say. Um, static is fun, but I feel like spin pole is just so much more beautiful. You feel more like a ballerina or a figure skater. It's more entertaining to look at versus just doing a pose on the static. It's like, oh, she can hold that for a really long time. But if you're on the spin pole, it's like, oh, she can hold that for a really long time and there's motion. I feel like... I don't know what league she was competing in, but if she was competing in PSO, that's not true. There's a spin and there's a static pull because when you compete, they want to see that you're dynamic and you're you're flexible on spin. So if you can't do static properly or you don't feel like it's impressive, it's because you're not naturally a dynamic dancer. So dynamic is being able to create that spin on a static pull and also being able to like have that strength to go from like, you know, handspring to outside leg hang to like more tricks. But being dynamic is a lot harder than being flexible on a spin pole. So I think that like, that's why people don't like static pole. I personally like static because I'm naturally a dynamic dancer, but. <laughs> You're funny. It's um, impressive. I mean, but. It's, it's a learned thing for me, but it's it's been taking time for sure. And the spin is just easier to be like. Cool I mean, and... it's easier for it to look beautiful. I Dynamic earlier, can yeah. sometimes look kind of manly, you know, depending on what you're doing. I, I mean, and I have that. a guy coach, so he teaches me a lot of like muscly things. Um, so I get what you're saying for sure. <laughs> I know, right? Well, when when I'm up there and I'm performing, like, like I just kind of move the way the music moves me like I don't think everything I know I'm self-taught yeah, so me too. I just kind okay. of I dance the way that I feel and right. that works really well for me so I do some tricks on static and I do most of my tricks on spin and the reason for that is because spin is more fun okay <laughs> that's fair yeah <laughs> yeah I, I feel like static pull is definitely something you have to be taught not to say that you can't feel when you're being taught, it's just that it's a lot easier to learn how to be graceful when force is taking you by itself than when you're when you learn how to be friends with, you know, gravity or learn how to spin yourself. Because there is such thing she as spinning on a static wall. She's looking for. Yeah, I mean, you're the nerd here. <laughs> <laughs> you can chime in and help me out with those big words. With the, with the, with the pole science, yeah, that's what I started in school. I mean, it kind of, it, 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 it. I wish I'd study that. It's fascinating. Centrifugal force is the reason that I dislocated and tore my rotator cuff. Oh, there Jesus. you go. Ow. It's powerful, guys. Remember Science saying, is real. Where's my camera? Right there. Science is real. It does. It does so fast. And if you just have like a little bit too much motion, it's over. It's, it's yeah, it's out of control. I mean, I like the spinning fast, but Palomino's back pole spinning does spin fast, really girl. Fast. People yeah. are like. Whoa, they lose their minds. They tip so much, and all you're doing is holding on. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they tip for the most random moves, I Dude, swear. Like, they seriously. don't care about a shoulder. Uh, like, that's yeah, the other like, reason Whoa. I like spin is because spin is visually, from a performance standpoint, spin is visually more impressive that's than fair. static. That's but really, yeah. they just want you on the floor with the legs up, you know? Yeah, <laughs> some of them are There's the TikTok right there. This is the honest one right here. Yeah, where you just do the... They love that. I'll just go up into a headstand and then come down into a split and and you know. And they're like, oh my make god, the noise, pop all they, Sometimes all they want to do is see you twerk for a whole six minutes. I know. Oh my god. Like, yeah. No. And and we. I'm got like that, my knees though. are killing we me. Can, can we mix that. it up? Like. <laughs> 
But it's true. I guess from like a like a strip club stance, like yeah, from the spin a theatrical is perspective, more appealing. Yeah. yeah, like competitive is way different. They're like, oh, are her toes pointed? Did just she hit to that? You know what though? Right. Even even at the strip <laughs> you know? club, I cannot stand when girls' toes are not pointed. I mean, yeah, it really I'm pissed like, me off too. What I'm are you doing? This, but it's true. Like it's so bad. I it I looks agree. so yeah. I, I promise you, Iris. That's what guys notice. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we do. Are the toes pointed or not? They don't even know what spins, and the other one doesn't. Yeah. No, no, just once for you, girl. Like I was gonna say these three bucks, but now forget about it. Just one dollar. That's it. Just yeah. I didn't know it was so specific. The intricate thinking of just curling of the toe. It's like, damn, we're gonna get that extra five right here. All right, let's go. Let's go. I know, but I'm really, I'm really curious to know, like. With, with when with what you do for a living, right? Like, what kind of guys? What's what's some of the creepiest things guys have done at the clubs? Because um, I'm pretty okay. sure How that's what the audience wants to know too. Wild and <laughs> Rated R. Crazy. Okay. Who's going first? Who's going first? <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time someone asked me this question, I would. I'd probably be a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to strip <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, Iris, what do you got? <laughs> what? What oh, do you got? God. Yeah. What was the question again? <laughs> Billy. So, the creepiest, most story from your time at a strip club. Um, I feel like it's there's no like individual story. I can think of one, but I, I don't know if I'm ready to share it. But like. This is a safe space. When, no one is listening to this. This is not on air. There are no when, cameras here. It's just you and me. My least favorite thing is when like I bag a really old man because I bag? look underage. A, a bag. Oh. I refuse okay. to wear school or like when oh, when boy. I'm dancing for them and they're like, "Oh, the things that I would do to you." I'm oh, like, "Can God. you just shut up, please?" Like, like keep your hands and your mouthpieces to yourself. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I got one related not. to that for sure. I I had this the other day and I literally I think I left after it was so gross. I had this guy, I was talking to him for a really long time. He kept saying, I was so hot, so cute. Like, he was very interested, kept complimenting my appearance, and then said, you know who you remind me of? And pulled up a picture of, like, his 9- to 10-year-old daughter. Oh, oh no! I had a guy in a dance last night yeah, that yeah, was, no, like, I wow. left. And that's he wanted nasty. to go upstairs, but I was like, I got to go to the bathroom, and then I, I went home. Oh, I was like, no more tonight. That happens to me all the time. Yeah, no, that happens to me all the time. I had a guy last night that was, like, that he was he was on drugs and he was having the best time. I was like, just <laughs> I, yeah, I was giving him scalp massages and no, in the we dance. We do not yeah. do drugs here, guys. Don't do <laughs> drugs. Yeah. I don't do drugs at work, but that guy did. Oh, and, <laughs> and he, he was like, work. he was like, you know, you kind of remind me of one of my daughters. And I was like, oh. you're you're paying me. You're paying me. Did I'm I've... not even doing a lot. Oh, like, wow. and then he pulls out pictures, and this is like. A child he's oh like, my god he's like i what just the... hope my kids don't grow up to be strippers and i'm like dude man <laughs> fuck you like this is yeah that's that's definitely happened to me too like multiple times and i think the weird one of the weirdest things that i can remember is at palomino there was this guy who i was dancing with and as soon as we got in the back he like grabbed me by my hips and like put me on his lap and was like, are you gonna give me a kiss? And by the way, his breath was kicking. Like his breath was bad. Like No, but what if his breath know. was good though? I, Sponsored no, by Trader Joe's mints right here. <laughs> Those mints are bomb, by the way. Those mints are bomb. All right, I'll trust you on that. It was just like, it was so outrageous. And I got up and I was like, look, I'm not gonna kiss you. I'm here to dance for you. He already paid me and stuff. So I was like, let me just dance for you. He grabbed me by my hips again and was being like forceful. So I was like, okay, you know what? I've already been paid. This is like uncomfortable at this point. I'm leaving. So I left the dance room. He comes like following me out of the curtain. Wes, as you guys know. Love him. Yeah, love him too. Love He's Wes. an angel. Wes is like, are you okay? And I was like, no, this, this dude is acting crazy. And he comes like following behind me and he's like, what the F, da 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 she didn't finish the dance, da 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 swings at him. And, <laughs> and Wes is the chillest dude. Chill, Shout out to Wes. until he doesn't need to be, you know, until That's he has true. to not be. That's dude, true. he is so chill and so sweet, and honestly, like, a big dude. Like, he's yeah. not someone that I would want to swing on. This dude was, like, half his size. So they start going at it, and, uh, 
I just turned around and walked downstairs because I'm like, I just got paid, so it's chill. <laughs> it's chill. You know, there's a no refund sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always because I was to like, that. I mean, he didn't deserve a refund anyway. He was being creepy. He no was one trying does. to kiss me. He this was isn't an to... industry for do you refunds. Do, do you do a, a <laughs> verbal? Do you guys do a verbal contract before you start dancing? Like, oh, I've heard of that before. So yeah, what every is time, that? What depend, is that? It depends on the situation, right? Like some guys are I don't very care. respectful and like they are not going to push my you boundaries. Just, so sometimes you have to I read feel the like, energy and know what you need. I feel like even the nicest guys are always like, "Oops, like." No, That's I've definitely oops. had guys who've like accidentally even like swiped in an area and been like, "Sorry, my bad." Like, wait, wait, well, wait, yeah, wait, 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 there's, wait, wait, there's, there's a difference between an accident and an accident. No, like oh, truly, no. like. No, yeah. Iris, what exactly is a verbal contract? So verbal contracts uh, are legal in a state, uh, in like a court of law in the state of Nevada. Oh wow! A verbal <laughs> contract is basically like, I say something to you, you agree to it. That's a verbal contract. Okay. Okay, so when I start my dances after I get their money, I say, you are not allowed to put your mouth on me in any capacity. Any questions on rule one? And they say no. And then I say, you are not allowed to touch my vagina or butthole. Any questions on that one? And they say no. And I say, great, I won't break your nose then. And then <laughs> we go. That That's a nose. nice formal contract. Which is yeah. like always. Yeah, every time. I don't care because um, I feel like some guys like, and maybe I just see like the best in people or whatever, but some guy, I feel like some guys just really push me. Mm -hmm. They just really push my buttons, and I need them to know that I will hit them. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. I, I just wanna... blame it on the other guys. Like I blame it on VIP. I'm like, you're gonna get kicked out. You're gonna get whatever if you do it. So. Oh well, I mean, like we that the things that I'm asking you not to do are basically assault. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying <clears throat> if you assault me. I will hit you, Which and I will keep your money. I feel like they should be prepared and okay with that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. I've only hit two customers. Yeah. Damn. Do you know, just for curiosity, do you know if verbal contracts apply to DMs? <laughs> they can't. They that can. No they way. can't because no. it's not oh verbal. Oh yeah, that, that's oh, what yes. it is. <laughs> when yes. verbal then. I, got, I think it's Iris, you have a future as a lawyer too. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm safe. Yeah. And I don't know why you asked that, but I'm a little afraid now. <laughs> oh, boy. Let me put my phone away. <laughs> yeah, let's make it more specific. It's written, not verbal. So if you want to be on the next question. Side. All right. <laughs> I don't know what the, what is going on here, my guy. Damn. All so, right. oh, I'm really, I'm really curious because, um, you know, I'm new to Vegas and a lot of our, like, I'm new to the industry. I'm not even in the industry. I'm just a, I don't know, just a guy. <laughs> I love I give him the stink that. face. Give him some, give him some just, black. Just the guy. Just no, a, she can't give the stink face. Just an engineer. Just an plane engineer. flying. Plane. Gnarly shredding. Yes, yeah. gnarly shredding. Thank yeah. you. Santana knows me too well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to cut this part out. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> we'll keep it only till the gnarly shredding part. Yeah, we'll yeah. Cut everything else out. Hey, that's a fact. We're not going to reveal your snowboarding <laughs> tendencies right here. No, I mean you know I'm 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 an addict. I'm a adrenaline addict. That's that's I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, I have a problem. I mean, there's nothing wrong with snowboarding. I mean. Yeah, but it's wrong when you spend ten grand on that shit. Oh, it's wrong yeah, when you spend yeah, that might be a to the world. Thirty yeah. grand a year on flying. <laughs> Thirty grand a year hobby. Yeah, dude, that's that's amazing. I know. Dude, if I you know. have the money to do it, just fucking do it, my guy. I mean, that's what. So for me, money is about happiness, right? Like, I mean, you know, I say for retirement and all that stuff, but I don't want a big house. I don't want. I want a fancy car. I want to have so much fun that when I die, I'm like, ooh, that was a ride. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Santana, what's happiness to you? Uh, in what sense? There's a lot happening to me. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't know you like that. So. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we're talking a lot about like stripping and all that stuff. Um, I also do pole dancing competitively. And I spend a lot of my time doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is very wear and tear on my body. My ass cheek is torn right now, as we have talked about earlier. I have no idea what she's talking yeah, about. You I... definitely know what we're talking about because you wanted to bring I'm it up. I'm not in this room right times. now. <laughs> <laughs> so I spend a lot of my time competitively dancing, which is interesting because when I meet people, they, I'm like, oh, I'm a pole dancer. I strip, but I also competitively do it. I feel like guys, guys specifically, but people in general look at it as like, oh, she's just a stripper. And then they get to know me and they see how much I train and they're like, oh, but she actually does it 
competitively and they don't see that it's like a different world. Not saying that competitive dancers and strippers can't support each other the same. We should, and I totally think that it should be intertwined the way that it in a way is. But it is in some ways different too. Like, you know, you guys go to the club and you're self-taught and that's amazing and you're talented or whatever, but you don't spend hours and days during the week outside of work training and doing all, and having a private coach and everything like that, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that like once the rhetoric kind of shifts, like, and it has been, I've been seeing it shift just like in general, like pole dance Facebook groups and stuff with like a bunch of moms where it really is becoming a bit more like unacceptable to just be like, I'm a pole dancer. I don't do weird stuff like stripping. Like I definitely don't like, like, cause that was a big thing I think a while ago, which was like, I dance and I'm definitely not a stripper though. Like, like during COVID, I yeah, think. And I think that's thing. being pushed back on a lot now. Mm -hmm. And I think that you're totally right. Like, yeah, it's different than just like straight up training. Cause stripping is really like also like largely a sales job. Like a lot of girls don't even mm -hmm. go on stage. They pay exactly. to go off stage. A lot of people just want somebody to talk to. Like, you really have to be thinking about, like, how you're going to pitch something, how you're going to be mirroring a person, communicating with them, getting them to talk. Like, it really is a sales job when you come down to it, unless you're, like, at a club maybe, like, in a different area where it's more of a stage-based club, which is not Vegas, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's definitely different. Um, I've had to cut back on hours that I actually work in the club, too, in order to train properly because – my body can only take so much. Staying up till six in the morning all the time is very hectic when I have to be at training from 12 to five, you know, or four to seven. And people don't see that side. They're just like, oh, she dances. She makes good money. But like, I honestly put my body through hell and I'm very dedicated to it. And um, it's a little bit different, I think, than what you're used to hearing from most pole dancers. But I love it. It's cool. And I'm like pursuing it as like a professional thing. Um, yeah. So that's there's other exciting things coming up, but I don't know if I want to mention some of them right now. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Like I know what you're going to mention. I oh, just, you know. Yeah, yeah. How do you know? Because you told me. Oh, I should have yeah, mentioned you, it. Right? No, just cut that out yeah. till it's done deal. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. All right. So what is. Drink set. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever that is. Oh. What is happiness to you, Iris? Hmm. That's such a loaded question. I know. It is. To me, I feel like happiness is freedom. Yes. It's liberty. Agreed. The ability to do what you want, when you want to do it. It's schedule freedom. It's financial freedom. It's the freedom to sleep when you're tired and eat when you're hungry and travel when you want to travel and love who you want to love. I think that happiness is just living freely and authentically. How could you be truly happy if you're not your freest, most authentic self? Damn, I just won this round, guys. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> the yeah. rest of us just probably shut up now. Yeah. <laughs> but I will still give a chance to Pinky. <laughs> yeah, Pinky. See, no, no pressure right now. No pressure. We got no two pressure. different answers. One very esoteric, one very um, concrete per se. So you could be in the middle, however you want to answer. Yeah. And, I, and I certainly don't think that I know the answer. And I don't think that it's one thing. And I think that maybe it is like an ongoing, and sometimes not always easy, like choice. You know, like, I think we look at like mental health as like this sort of like thing that you can like kind of progress to and achieve and then suddenly like oh you're you're fine right yeah but i think you know there's a lot of life that is boring or or awkward or suffering or just like not maybe exactly what you wanted to do at the time and you can still be happy if you like form your relationship with those things and how you view yourself and other people but i don't think I have an answer to just what is plain happiness. I think it's like a thousand things, you know? Oh, I Damn. thought you said what is happening. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That, now that does... so it's uh, well, I thought you asked what is happening I'll... in your life, not what is happiness. My answer would have been totally different. I think you're still a B. <laughs> you're not going to get an A here, Santana. Vapov. <laughs> I want to say that finding this, like, true happiness that I found is very recent mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. for me. Um, when I moved here from the middle of nowhere, when I was 18, as soon as I graduated high school, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. I didn't 
think that I would be alive past 22. And oh, wow. here I am at 25. Um, so I immediately, I was like, I'll just like go to Vegas and be a stripper and kill time until I figure it out. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, there you go. And so like, it's been a long journey, like swimming through like depression and anxiety and like chronic illnesses. And like, I've had so many things tear me down. And, and last year I had like a surgery that totally absolved me of, of this chronic pain that I've been in. And I feel like I have just... I just feel like regular people now. This is yeah, what it, this is yeah. what people who just I just wake up and I feel good. This is what other people feel like, right? Like, like I know we we all have like our own struggles, but it's just I I live gratefully. That's good to hear. So you don't have that pain anymore. I'm assuming that's what oh you're my talking God. about. It, it was pain. just crippling. The pain. Wow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, when you have something physically right there every day gnawing at literally your stomach and it's like oh i want this out of my brain right now you want to forget about it yeah yeah but the surgery took it away so that's the good. surgery did take it away it affected my dancing it affected my relationships it affected my ability to even do things like go to the grocery store like last year was probably one of the roughest years of my life and then i finally had this surgery and i'm like I'm back, baby. Yeah, that, that's what that's modern awesome. medicine does, yeah. yeah and I feel awesome. like I'm I'm the best I've ever been. So when I talk about, like, happiness is a journey. It took me seven years to get here. Wow. Damn. Yeah. That's I mean, so, more than that, but, like, seven adult years. That's that's so interesting because, you know, I, I, I never resonate with people who tell me that they don't know what they want to do because I've always known what I wanted to do, right? And it's, like, so fascinating <laughs> when people tell me, well, I still don't know. Well, I did know. Yeah. I wanted to not be here. <laughs> I, <laughs> not be I, here. I guess, yeah. I guess yeah. you came late, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in, in this plane of existence, but, yeah. you know, we're making it. Yeah. Making it's a different type of answer, but I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it works for you, Billy, so. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, 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 it's just fascinating because, like, I've always known what I wanted to do in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, it was so clear to me. Yeah, purpose right out of the womb. It was, like, four years old. I told my mom what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Well, and I did, I'm do, I did that, and I'm doing that, and I'm gonna crazy. keep doing it. That's crazy. Yeah. I certainly <laughs> took so long to figure that yeah. out. I mean, I went to college pre-environmental law. Oh wow! Jesus, that's wow. But you're still you're still like same place though, right? You're studying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I had to figure out what I didn't yeah. like. I think it's just insane that like the standard is to just be like 18, 17, 18, right? Because you apply for college like the beginning of your senior year. Yeah, usually. And you select your major. Usually, yeah. yeah. You know, you could you could select no major undeclared, but that means you're about like 99% more likely not to get accepted. That's not an actual fact. But like, if you're not impacted, like you are a lot less likely to be accepted yeah. somewhere. So you should choose a major, but that's like, choose your career at 17. Like uh, I saw the word environmental and I was like, that looks good to me. I like the, I like the planet. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Good advice, good advice. Yeah. Well, I do now. <laughs> right. Santana, what about you? What? Did you always know what you wanted to do? Or was it like, took I you a mean, while to figure out? I mean, kind of, I, yeah, it's kind of the same answer as you. When I was five years old, I told my mom that I wanted to be a dancer. I told her that I wanted to be a cheerleader. So I was in dance and cheer before, like, I even really knew what was going on in the world. Um, I've always been in front of crowds and stuff like that. So I knew growing up that getting out of that sort of environment would be hard for me. And in school, I was really, really, I was a really good student. Straight A's. I wanted to go to law school. When I was in middle school, I wanted no to go way. to Yeah, I wanted to go. Really? Yes, I wanted to go to Stanford. Oh, oh, oh wow. my God, I got yes. in there. Yes. I did. But, there you go. Pinky's oh, the smart one here. I really, really wanted to. And I was smart enough to do it too. But like, I just, when I got older, when my brother died, I realized a lot of things about myself that I didn't know before. You don't really know, you don't really know things about yourself until like real life happens to you and shit like that happened. You know, I was 15 and it felt like my whole world was just like like crumbling, you know? And what I thought I wanted to do is really not what I wanted to do. I, I kind of went back to who I was when I was younger, like artistic, dancer, performer, and that's who I was always. It's just somewhere along, you know, the years I got confused and yeah. thought that being a lawyer was really what I wanted to do when it wasn't. 
So, yeah, in a way, I kind of always knew that I wanted awesome. to be a performer. And I always yeah. went back to dancing. I always felt like when I didn't have it in my life, I couldn't breathe properly. I know that's like might be a hard thing for you guys to understand. No, I, I understand that so well. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, like, anytime I didn't have dancing <clears throat> or performing in my life was when I was at my lowest mental health yeah. wise. Yeah. So going back to that now, especially being in Vegas, is like, I feel like I'm living my dream. I really have no complaints. I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And it's kind mm. of always been what's, you know, it's it's always been what I've been meant to do. Kind of yeah. like destiny, right? Yeah, it's just like you know, you trail off a little bit, and you're like, yeah, no, and you yeah. always end up going back to like yeah. what feels like home. And back to the path. Yeah. To me, yeah. being out there and being in front of people and performing and like doing things that are out of my comfort zone is really my comfort zone in a way. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, so I feel you cool. with the whole like <laughs> yeah. I wanted to go to school I wanted to do that yeah. and then I was like eh, no actually yeah. not what I wanted to do that's just really funny to me because I was the exact opposite I was a mediocre gymnast I was a JV cheerleader um, I never got cast in a major role in drama I was a choir nerd we won a lot of competitions <laughs> in choir but that's different um, I was a swimmer which oh, is wow. a very independent sport mm -hmm. I'd never I, w I never got cast in a, like a main role because I always had such bad stage fright. Um, but I don't know. It, you know how they say like picture the crowd naked? Yeah, yeah, I don't do that because I I just because I'm, I'm naked. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. right. It's I'm hard like, to they're, imagine. They're not yeah. even paying it. Like there, I can't tell you how many times I've just like fallen or like not done a trick properly and just like hit the floor <laughs> and like people clap because they think you do it on yeah. purpose. Yeah, you just gotta right. play it off. Yes. You gotta yeah. play it off. You, it's I'm like, confidence. shit, I should yeah. fall more often. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, if you're confident about what you do, anything sucks. That's sexy. all they care it's about. It's so true. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, so true. true. Yeah. Oh gosh, okay. yeah. So I wanna, I, wanna, I wanna talk about, I don't know, Julius, if I have what? permission to ask the question, what is the question that all my friends are gonna send me because we got three pretty women on the podcast. Uh, oh yeah, you had some. And you got one really handsome guy here. <laughs> all right. I had to drop that in there. Sorry, right. Joyce. Nah. I guess one. I'm not handsome. Guys, I'm the guy. <laughs> I was talking about you, bro. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Uh, All right, Mr. Handsome, bro. Uh, okay, so the big question that I always get ever since I moved to the 702 What's dating like in 702? That's the question I always get. Who do we start and with? Who do we start with? I don't know. Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? I know you're looking at me. I don't have much to offer. <laughs> All right. I really don't have much to offer here, even if it was just a general question. You, uh, what, what do you mean by any anything to offer? Like I'm in school full time at a school. university, okay. and I'm working. Okay. That's so true. my love life is. I I have my life. I don't. <laughs> no, yeah. I get. It. No, I totally get it. I totally yeah. get it. No, I totally get it. Okay, so it's just work, work, and work. I just I see how being in a relationship can can change a lot of things and i do not know exactly what i want but i do not want the further complication at this point i'm 22. okay i'm very young for sure okay omg saying you're 22 how old are you again artist i'm 25 25 22 22 and then we're the old guys here the old guys yeah we're old as fuck i do think i need to learn how to casually date though i'm a serial monogamist yeah and oh god me too yeah i know but i don't <laughs> like that i don't like that i don't think that's you know i think it's just what's happened yeah what do you mean well, because that's like all I've you oh, know, done. All you, so yeah. from your it's all you know. not like been on purpose, but I also grew up in a really rural town, right? So like our sex, sex education was like, you have sex, you get pregnant, and you die. Of all the, <laughs> people, you know, and like, you die. Yeah, like the that method we learned kids, was the aspirin method. This, okay? Have you learned about this Please for birth control? Sex. The aspirin method. Yeah, this is this is California, by the way. So it's can it's like once you get rural, it's the same as everyone else. Let's be clear. But like, uh, wait, are you NorCal or SoCal? NorCal. I'm NorCal, so I'm like, I'm wait, confused. where? I'm from Antioch. I'm from the Bay. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah no, I'm from like Sonoma, like oh, Mendocino County. You're hella yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Very small. Yeah. Twenty six hundred people population of my town. Ninety nine people oh, graduation shit. class. It's crazy. Small, <laughs> small. More trees than people, but like the aspirin method is you take a pill of aspirin. You put it in between your legs, in between your knees, and you don't let it fall out. 
<laughs> I'm so hilarious. dead. I've had a nurse that in this is I've never heard birth control. I've never heard that of birth control. Birth control. Legs closed. Because it keeps your legs closed. Come on, genius. No, we oh. had a nurse come in and say <laughs> yeah, this sure. to us. It's, it's oh. Try it with one of the mints. <laughs> what? Right what? My knees are oh, there. damn. Yeah, show that to the nurse. Let's try this with one of the mints right here. So I think it's just getting out of that like preconceived notion of like, I'm a bad person and I'm going to be bad if I do this just in one night kind of thing. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like the unlearning of like the, it being like a like a bad thing to just have casual like relationships. You know? Yeah. I mean, you have to kind of go through a phase to understand like what's what you want. A phase. Yeah. You know, like I, things, I, I, I mean, it's 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 maybe that's what you want. Maybe that's what you don't want. But you will never know unless you test it. Yeah. 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 And I think people get stuck. A lot because they think, oh, what am I going to do? And if you're just a good dater, you're like, well, what I'm going to do is just find someone better who's more aligned with what I want. Yeah. Most well, definitely, yeah. You, well, you yeah. got to get out there, like, other than just dating, just doing whatever you want to do. You just got to go out there and experience the life in general, whether it be dating, fitness, or just business in general. Yeah, you you have to go out there because if you're just going to stay home and be like, what do I want to do all day? I'll just do yeah. nothing and just yeah. do no action, then you're just going to be stagnant. True. And I then, wouldn't say that's where I'm at, but I would agree that I'm not dating. But yeah, yeah, but you have a school. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. This is another part of your life. I get. Yeah. I'm looking nerd. at Irish right now. Your turn. I have been living and dating in Vegas for seven years. Seven years. Oh okay. boy. And okay. my exper- and I've been dancing the whole time. And my experience is that, like, from a guy's perspective, not that I've ever been a guy, but like. What I always get is initially like dating a stripper is like so cool and so fun because like it's so hot. She's a stripper. She's a sex worker, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as like they get want to get like serious with you or are considering like something more serious than just dating a stripper, they want you to stop because they're insecure. I keep I keep running into insecure men that cannot handle the fact that I love what I do and I'm not going to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, I just feel like you're giving it away to all these guys at work. Like, no, I'm not. That's in your head. And I hate yeah. to sound like a gaslighter or whatever, but like, I know what I do and I live integritously. So yeah. if you can't <clears throat> trust me to do my job the yeah. way that I'm supposed to do it, yeah, then that's not my fault. Your insecurity is not my so fault. So you find that even in Vegas? I mean, everywhere else I can see that being a thing. And I do see that. But people over here too. Because really, wow. That's interesting. Any person with insecurity. And I, mm-hmm. I don't want to just like, I don't want to exclude women because some strippers date women too. But I'm, I date men. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that any person that like, anytime you are a sex worker, you are automatically putting your partner into... Um, like what's the word I'm looking for? Like a sexually competitive position, whether it actually is that or not. Yeah. It's the concept of like dividing and sharing attention. Even though when I'm at work, it's transactional only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so for the, all the men watching, so, so you basically want men to be less controlling, right? Like let you do your thing. <laughs> I'm just a person. Hypergamy yeah, is course. not a thing. Oh, what? What's that? <laughs> Oh, hypergamy boy. is like oh god yeah it's go like, ahead go ahead it's go ahead. like the andrew tate-esque idea that oh, like, you're canceled now i am ready you're canceled my colleague is canceled i'm not i'm saying i disagree with this idea to be clear i'm saying with what i'm saying no 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 with the the andrew tate oh okay yeah that boy's in prison right now i'm not regardless of that i just meant that this was like an idea that like him and like a lot of other like fresh and fit like the idea of like uh women are constantly searching for better partners better mates and like it's super messed up and like uh, it's like every single person who exists is looking for a better mate i'm just just sort of looking looking for for like not an asshole yeah Yeah. that's what i'm looking for like it's the idea that like because you have this job like you're just instantaneously like like in a environment where you're going to leave them or find someone better even though you like you said you're not viewing it in a sexual pretense right like you're just doing your job but because of like the idea of hypergamy, which is like the idea that women are just constantly searching for a better mate. So even if they're in love, even if 
you know, they love this person, they're married, they're committed. It's like, oh, this guy has slightly better, like, way of life, way of whatever. Like, I'm just going to just hop up and leave. And it's like. That's definitely what my, like, most recent ex was probably thinking. It stems from insecurity. You know, it's like this inability to really, like, understand that, like, women are autonomous over their own body parts and their own decisions and you know, um, it's really funny to me as a single woman because it's like, I'm not dating a man who steps foot in my club, ever. Yeah, no. I'm that. never getting I, with I think any that's of a good them. Rule, actually. You know, yeah. like, Don't shit and where I'm you single. Eat. Yeah, very professional. Yeah. Let alone in a <laughs> yeah. relationship. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it is so silly, like, thinking about, like, the fact that I get home and I can't even remember their names. You know? Yeah, yeah for sure. No, that part really always gets me because I hear that all the time. And I don't understand, like, if if she leaves you for something else, like, hug her and say, great, we had a good time. You deserve better if she leaves you, honestly. If she leaves you, that's fine. That means, like, why would you want to keep someone who likes someone else? Yeah. Right? Like, let her go. But it's not because women are constantly searching more so than men. It's just Well, I think everyone's constantly searching, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, I have never left somebody for someone else i have i leave people when i realize that the energy that i'm putting in is not the energy i'm getting back Mm -hmm. i leave people when i realize that i'm losing myself yeah so Mm. i guess i am leaving for someone else i'm leaving for me yeah yeah (laughs) i don't have a plan after you you anything is better than you that's why we're here (laughs) true true enough enough. centena you're up um, my answer is actually completely different from both of you guys, which is funny because I've been in a place where I feel the same way as you. Like, you know, I've tried dating people and their insecurities got the best of things. I've never really been someone who's dated people. I've never made having a boyfriend or anything like that a priority in my 22 years of living, um, especially being a competitive dancer and stuff my whole life. It's kind of been hard but I will say outside of stripping dominatrix has made the line of what I like and what I don't like more clear and also kind of confusing at the same time I've had more like sexual awakenings and realizations during my time as a dom than I ever did as a stripper because as a dom, you're seeing all these men come to you for services that aren't sex, that aren't things that their wives or their girlfriends can give to you. And that puts you in a place of like, it kind of makes me sad sometimes, I'm not gonna lie, because I think about it and I'm like, you can love someone so much and still need something else from someone or something else from them that they're not open and willing to give you. and that's a really crazy place to like be at as a dom and as a customer because you think like these people are in such a happy monogamous relationship but they're really not yeah and you already know this i've explained this to you yeah and like that's sad because that makes me worry about like if i love someone if i can't give them what they want are they going to go behind my back and do these things I would, I would really hope that they can be open and honest and communicate with me. And that's why I love, or I try to be an open person. And doing my dom work makes me feel empowered because like, if I ever have a partner that needs those things from me, I can give that to them. So I have been very confused for a while, to be honest. Like Monogamy sounds great, but then I go to this point of like, is it really natural? Is it sustainable? Is it... Is it actually what we want as mm-hmm. people? You mm-hmm. know, like we think that that's what we want, but then we have it and we still feel empty and lonely. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, so I'm at a point in my life where I'm trying to figure it out. And doing sex work has really helped me um, try to figure it out. But I'm not at a place where I can say that stripping makes people insecure or my work makes people insecure. I just think that communication really for relationships is key, that's yeah. all. Yeah. I mean, that's like the most important thing in my opinion, regardless of what you do as work, because. That's the main cop-out answer that all kids in Tanaka. 
I do. I want to like. I oh want to agree with that though, because I think it's really true. I think people think that being a stripper makes you really sexual, or like maybe it's like liberating, and it totally can be. I'm literally asexual. But yeah, like I want to. <laughs> oh, I think it's like a very very common her. experience for it to be like the opposite of an awakening, you know? Because mm-hmm. I think that like. I saw somebody was talking about this the other day. Like, you are constantly acting kind of, like, very, like, sexual on the job, right? Like, you are constantly thinking about how you're being viewed, how people are surveying you, which is kind of, like, dissociative, right? Like, Mm -hmm. when you're in a dance, right, you're doing this thing for them, but you're not into it. You're not feeling it. You're just doing a thing and possibly staring at the wall, right? Like, (laughs) if Mm -hmm. anything, that makes you act sexually while dissociating or not really, like like uh, Engaging. You know, resonating with yeah. what's happening in the so, moment, which can make it hard when you actually are being sexual with the person. Pinky, mm-hmm. to be the devil's advocate there, does that make you a bad person to date? Because you dissociate yourself yeah. from the whole thing? <laughs> oh, well, all right. No, no, no. I mean, I, like it can. Like, yeah. I'm not saying me personally, but right. Like, I think that like certainly like being in the dancing like kind of like world and not really processing things well enough like you could develop places where like you do just kind of go to a place and i don't think that's a hundred percent but i do think that like it's not inherently empowering or inherently like derogatory or like anything like that i think it's just like you said communicating a relationship with it yeah trying to be some stuff just is Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. all right ladies uh we're gonna have to wrap it up soon including billy so Final thoughts? <laughs> I, Actually, I, was have, on the I have a question. Oh, ooh, uh, all right. A question from the audience. Never, oh. been, never been to a strip club before. Oh, really? Oh Start gosh. with that. Let me boop. Come through. Me up. Um, I need to know how much you guys made in your most profitable night. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Start yeah. with Pinky. And, what, uh, we will delete the this from the IRS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, newbie. A- so, a- hey, estimate, not actual. Me. I'm like getting yeah. it out of the way early because yeah. yours is probably the lowest. I feel like yeah. this is not just a question kidding. that needs to I be answered. Like is this, is this too personal? It is kind of. Too personal? I think we need at least time to answer this so I know what to expect for my birthday. I do I do expect without her feelings that mine would be lower because I've only worked for six months and I've worked five days a month and I've been in school. I just feel like don't ask you guys what you make and you shouldn't ask us what we I'm make. a sports gambler so to me it's <laughs> like you ever ask me what my biggest parlay was 2700 2700 I walked away with that night hey being an honest Felt man like right here so. there you go there you yeah. go that's, that's my stripping girls. is yeah just sports betting putting his cards on the table right here ladies I, okay, if it's too yeah. personal, well, it's no, too personal. I mean, I don't mind. And also, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't mind because I think capitalism is stupid. And I think. No. I, capitalism think awesome. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm not going to open that can of even, I'm saying right now, I'm not, I'm not putting out in the air how much I've made in a night. All right, I guess. <laughs> not uh, doing right, that. But right. I do yeah. want to just say, I'm not going to say the amount, but I do think yeah, that estimate. it's funny. My first, I mean, not my first, my best night ever, I did not go up to VIP. I didn't go up to VIP. I'd be like that sometimes. No, I was just handed stacks and hundreds the whole night at a table. And I just, I mean, I don't know if that's unique, but for me, that's funny because the most of the times when I make money, it's up in VIP. It's an old, old Southern couple just kept handing us stacks just to hang out. Southern couple, okay. I've had that night too. Yeah, yeah. Actually, one of my most nights was not made in VIP either. Yeah. So I I feel you. I think that's silly. I don't know. I mean, like, I think it's cool, but... um, yeah, I don't know if I want to say the exact. I think it's very variable. I think that anything any of us could say wouldn't really speak. It's to okay. The we'll industry. ask you girls again after tax season. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, also, like, yeah. we'll if you're looking again. at this for advice, just pay attention to the time, the season, and the place because you know Vegas is good, but <laughs> in Vegas in January, like, go somewhere else. Right. For your own mental well-being. <laughs> I literally took a couple, like a two months off, and I was like, during March Madness is when I'm going to start back at work. Yeah, so March catch me at back. the club this weekend, bitches, <laughs> or next week, whatever. March March Madness is next week. Right? <laughs> we Good already, job, ha- we already have right. basketball. Well, people. technically, I'm starting back tomorrow, but all right, all right. I I guess a better question would have been, what are the un one unwritten rule of the strip club? So if oh, I ever yes. do go. I don't want to fuck One, up on this like. There's blare- hundreds, and, the, I know, and you'll just, hate each other forever if you don't do it. Oh damn! Well, no, I'm the, kidding. Help like, the boy George out. <laughs> I do need assistance. Sorry, Julius. I, I know. Really I, I paused the time for good. you. I paused. It's it. all good, bro. What's Where's the unwritten rule? Anyone? Yes. I mean, it's not really a rule, but I would say you know. 
stripper etiquette towards each other is like a huge thing that's not actually discussed. It's more about what you're able to do, you know, with customers or not with them or money, pay this, pay that, whatever. But I would say like respect between each other as strippers is not talked about enough. But like, you know, if a stripper is with customers and stuff and you go up and like swoop a deal, it's disrespectful. Yeah. It's a rule between girls that you just don't do shit like that. Um, but you're not gonna like work at a strip club and the manager, the owner's not gonna tell you, hey, don't do this. Cause as long as you're making money and you're giving him a cut at the end of the night, he don't give a fuck. So George, I or think she. the way to, <laughs> so George, I think the way to win what Santana's telling us is you make the girls compete. No. And see, yeah, I was about to say, it. I was like, more <laughs> girls. Never never sound, I didn't think that that's would be a bad thing. Like, I think so that's perfect. Like, I'd, I'd be like, no, no, no. I was with all. her first. No. I was with her first. <laughs> Make them compete Etiquette. at the lower rate. Etiquette. Also, I heard, Thanks, I heard like in sections, girls will get money thrown at them, and like other girls will come up and try to like leach oh, dollar yeah, yeah. bills that off the floor. Behavior. Yeah, if they're already throwing money, you shouldn't go into the section. It's like already throwing money. Activity. You are not invited. Cool. But also, I and guess, also like, like picking up five bucks off the ground. Come on, come on. <laughs> you know, I threw a whole bunch of origami back at these motherfuckers <laughs> the stage yesterday. Yeah, don't crumple the. Bill I am up. not getting paid. Your one dollar bill is not enough money for it's me to rude. unfold your origami draft. Stop oh, it. Someone would come up to me at my first trip club I ever worked at and put an or origami ring on my finger. It's and just, I have like, to unfold cute that. as you think it is unless it's like a hundred or more. And it was literally it's not one dollar bill. It's literally bill. not cute to build a house. How about you help me with um, my I house? Like right, house. exactly. You don't at need to build a, a house. At least a 50 or a hundred, bitch. I don't need a one dollar bill on my finger. You or like you made that. like no money from a stage set and then one dude tips like 20, 50 dollars, but you got to share it. Right, exactly. Uh, like, bye. I'm keeping this. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but not really. But yeah, just respect <laughs> if somebody's already doing a game. Like, recognize, pay enough attention to see if the girl's already running her, like, a game with a guy. Not a game, but, like, if she's already selling to him and, say, she gets called to stage really quick, he's still staring at her, they're still in a whole thing, like, just don't go up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just try to pay a tiny bit of attention. What I've noticed, too, is, like, the problem with that is some customers like to see that feistiness between girls. Yeah. And it's like you're literally stirring up something that you do not want to be a yeah. part of. Like, oh, I, I just won't you. sell to those guys. Yeah, yeah they'll I'm try like, to make okay. you talk shit. They'll do all that. And I won't really, like, like, what do you think about worth so whatever so. you're trying I'm to like, cause here? It's like, yeah, they're hot. I'm hot, too. We're both hot. We are literally at a Tip club where it's about appearance. Yeah, <laughs> like like none of us are in competition. Like you see the three of us. Yeah, very different looks. Very yeah. very different. Yeah. yeah, very different personalities. And if a girl plays into that, mm. they'll lose money. I genuinely think that if a yes, girl plays into totally. that that kind of thing, like it will come back to bite them. Oh, in karma's the ass. a bitch. Yeah, yeah. and money karma is real. Mm -hmm. Don't Especially put your that. don't put don't put your shoes on the vanity. <laughs> but what does that mean? <laughs> it's a stripper stitching. It's bad luck. What is that? Stripper it's like a superstition. Just know it's but not strippers. good. It's also we put our makeup and our food on the vanities, so don't put your shoes up there. Yeah. Gross. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. also, it's bad yeah. luck. You will not make money. On the like the the tables in the back. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I don't do that. I just was not sure. I'm just saying, like, like that's like an unwritten rule. Yeah. Like it's like a superstition. I don't even have long don't enough legs to touch the ground. Don't put your purse on the floor. Don't chair. put your don't shoes even... on the table. I get it. I love being eight inches taller. It's like a whole new person. Does that answer I you guys' question? No, I think we got one from you, one from Iris. Pinky. You haven't told us one yet. Yeah. Oh, God. Um. Always. Uh, no, I mean, I did say, like, don't walk up to the guy uh, if he's already talking to a girl. But, yeah, I think it's you just did. about trying to feel out respect. You know, like, it's very easy to fall into that idea of, like, every single girl here is my competition. Or like that kind of thing, and it's just literally not true. And most girls are sitting there and not talking to a guy. You know, like you really should just try to think about yourself and think about your specific interactions and think about the room as like a cycle. You know, don't be like, oh, I'm gonna talk to one more person. Cycle the room and talk to everybody, and you'll be fine. I don't really consider myself in competition with other girls, but I'm the most me that you're ever gonna find. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, facts. Yeah. All right, I got a, I got a quick question that I just got from my friend from one of my friends here. Oh, that's funny. Um, let's get <laughs> Let's go, bro. What is it? Oh, I'm, I'm still laughing right now. You want me to say it or? No, 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 no. no. I, I got this. You, you got this. All right, let's go. I got this. What we got? So the question is, how do I go to a strip club and pick up girls? You don't. <laughs> don't go. 
We live in a state where prostitution is legal. Like, just take advantage well, of that. Go to, to, go to Clark County. Outside of Clark County. But but that's not fun. Yeah, I mean, no. it's like a give me a good answer, ride. guys. He's probably my, gonna watch this. I need watching is, this, bro. My answer is fuck off. Don't come. <laughs> Damn. Go to okay. a different club than the one that we work at. Right. Very upfront. Up. <laughs> what was the I question again? I can't stand that. How do I pick up girls at a strip club? One of my friends said oh, this to me. I don't want to get a dance with you, but like. But like I was thinking we could get dinner. Bro, whatever oh, money yeah, you were gonna yeah. spend on me on dinner, could you yeah. just give me now? Because I need to buy cat food. Look, <laughs> yeah, P picking up girls at a strip club is just not it. You go for the experience, you tip them for their talent, their time, their energy, and that's it. You don't ask her, oh, but I would much rather you come back to my house. Or we I don't make hourly. Which we, we don't want to tips. go to dinner with you. We don't want to go to your house. We came up here in eight, six, seven inch heels, yeah. breaking our back till six in the morning. Tip us, be nice to us. That's it. And then go home and figure out how you're going to hit up someone on Tinder. That's what we suggest. You and know what I get out of this, Julius? What do you get out of this? Challenge accepted. Oh boy, all right. If you genuinely are at the club and you meet a girl where you're like, I have a connection, you're not going to the club to pick up girls because like that's just not effective, right? But if you really feel like, okay, I like this girl. Yeah. You spend a lot of money maybe in the moment. You don't try to set up plans in the moment. You don't like hit on them in the club, right? Like I think that like generally most girls are like working because we're at work, you know? Yeah. So if you genuinely feel like you've fallen in love, Try to get an Insta, be respectful while you're there, but like it's probably not gonna happen in the club. Yeah. I just want to remind I mean, the you class that it's good. our goal yeah. to get yeah. us yeah. to get tip. you to fall in love <laughs> with us because that's a better tip. Like, Do what? It's our goal to get you to like us that yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go to dinner. She's like, like if you're yeah, feeling right? a real connection, oh, I'm like, she made Nobu. that connection. <laughs> right, you wanna take me to Nobu? Down. <laughs> it's just after sure. the fantasy, I gotta audition, right? And then I just ghost. I mean, yeah. Okay, okay, so bro, <laughs> if you're watching this, no dice or challenge accepted. I don't know what, what yeah. you're in the mood for. I'll go to the Brickle like, area. Take it a new concept. I will. I wish harm upon everybody that asks me to dinner instead of buys a dance. <laughs> Why are you wasting like time? Like a dance would be cheaper, actually. Oh, that's a good one. No, oh, like boy. for real, it would. Because <laughs> you that. take me to dinner, I'm racking that shit up. I'm, drink, I'm drink, sushi, sushi, entree, entree, appetizer, this, dessert, that. Right, yeah, you might sure. as well just buy a dance. Yeah, <laughs> stick it to McDonald's. Yeah. Or pamper in McDonald's, yeah. Never. All right, ladies, we got to wrap this up. So just say your IGs and then we're out of here. All right, I'll go first. IGs? Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and any right parting now. words you want to say? Yeah. Um, my Instagram is Spooky Hot Cheeto. Um, thanks for listening. Any, you know, <laughs> dysfunctional shit you heard? It's a fact. All right, all right. <laughs> All right, Iris. My Instagram is Angel Barbie Doll. I don't post enough, and I apologize. Right, no worries, no worries. Pinky, pinky. Um, I'm the Pink Fairy Girl, and thank you for having me. Um, it was fun. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate. And last but not least, my boy right I here. I was just talking the ladies. We're okay. All right, second. My lady. Instagram is right there on the screen, guys. It's always been a pleasure being on here with Julius. Appreciate that, man. Vabe have. Sure. I know, it's so hot. <laughs> all right, thank you folks all for watching. This was a great episode to be in. All right, take care. <laughs>